0: Welcome to Milo Time, where we dive into the list of things that Milo loved and spend some time with my beautiful, amazing, awesome, fantastic boy, Milo. Welcome back to another episode of Milo Time. Daryl Kessler and Lisa Cohen here. Hello. Hey, Lisa, how are we today?
1: We're good in Brooklyn.
0: We are good in Brooklyn. We are recording live from our studio in Brooklyn, New York. So
1: You know, it's it's a long way from the Upper West Side.
0: I know. It's a real schlep. You guys broke
1: my heart about 20 years ago.
0: I know. It's a real schlep. It's a (laughs) real schlep.
1: Left 81st Street, and then, you know, we got a schlep down.
0: We left the Upper West Side for the Brooklyn version of the Upper West Side Park Slope, and that's (laughs) where we're recording from. true. It's really interchangeable. So we are going to delve again into the list of the things that Milo loved, and I'm going to ask Lisa one more time to pick something that draws her attention.
1: Well, it's hard not to uh, have good thoughts when you see the words Ample Hills.
0: Oh, Ample Hills. So do you know what Ample Hills is? I'm not sure. Are there Ample Hills in New in... York? Yes. Oh, yeah. They're, they're... In addition to being Ample Hills, are there Ample <laughs> Hills in New York?
1: <laughs> there are, uh, are, are, there's one in the Meatpacking District, and they recently opened one up in uh, my neighborhood.
0: Interesting. You know, yeah. what, what's as an aside here, there's, an, there's there were a couple of Ample Hills here in Brooklyn, but Alana and I just the other day walked by the Ample Hills that is over by the uh, movie theater on 16th Street, and there's a sign on the door that says it's been shut down because Ample Hills, that particular location, was about $150,000 behind in rent. So it makes me wonder about the entire enterprise.
1: Something went down uh, between them. There's something else called like The Social now. Do you know about them? The, The people who are behind The Social ice cream started Ample Hills and like sold it or some something went down on the business side.
0: Right. The, the, the story that we had heard, and then we can get down to the, the, the discussion. The real reason we're talking about <laughs> this. The real reason this. we're talking about this. The way we understand it um, is it was initially opened up by a couple of individuals. They struggled with the financing of it and then some money came in, rescued the business. And now those rescuers, Need rescuing. Meanwhile, uh, the initial operators have gone on to right. this other yeah. ice cream yeah. operation. That sounds right. Yes. I think that's the that's enough of the business portion of this uh, <laughs> of this podcast. I think we probably next up it. Jim
1: Kramer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so my Ample Hills is on the list for a reason, and it might get a little dusty in here. Um, Ample Hills, the one that first opened up near us, is on Union Street in Brooklyn, Union down past Third. Uh, I'm sorry, on Union Street down past 3rd Avenue, right? And it's a place that we walked to many, many times as a foursome, Alana, me, Max, and Milo. And it was Milo's favorite ice cream place. And we would walk there when the weather was warm and the boys were home, they were not at summer camp, um, or if they were back from summer camp, we would walk there three, four nights a week. And those walks to Ample Hills were just... Wonderful family time. The boys were young. I can still picture it if I close my eyes. It was before the days when the kids were focused on their phones and we could really have their attention. Uh, one of Milo's signature moves would he would he would always insist on bringing a football with us when we walked there, and <laughs> while we were walking, we would throw the football back and forth, and it was real quality meditative regular time as a foursome which was just wonderful and i think back on those walks and how special they were and special not because there was any great wisdom being shared between kids and parents but because there was nothing like that going on at all and it was just silly and um we would spend the time looking forward to arriving at ample hills and having ice cream but also enjoying each other's time together but the real reason that, uh, that that's enough of a reason for Ample Hills to be on the list, but there was another ritual in particular that is, is quite emotional to me. Because Milo and I uh, enjoyed Ample Hills so much, we developed our own tradition, just the two of us, where we would walk to Ample Hills the first snowstorm every year. Uh, we always joked that it was probably lonely for the people who worked at ice cream places in the winter if they were still open because people typically didn't go get ice cream in the winter. And at one point when Milo was very young, Ample Hills had just opened and it was the first winter that it was open. And we said, Boy, it's a blizzard out. We really, we really should stop in at Ample Hills and see how the people working there are doing. We really weren't even sure it was going to be open. And I remember we put on our full ski outfits. Of course, we brought a football. <laughs> and we uh, marched through 6 or 8 inches of snow and it was still coming down and at that time Milo's legs were kind of short <laughs> they weren't they didn't remain that way but they were kind of short and it was tough sledding to get through the snow but we laughed and joked the whole way and threw the football around and because it was snowy we were diving into snow banks. and i remember we arrived covered in snow and i remember very very well the person working behind the counter saying you're the first people we've seen in an hour <laughs> and we knew then that it was going to be a tradition that was going to remain and i remember we said as we ate our ice cream sitting in the ice cream place and by the way nobody else came in while we were in there <laughs> we said this has to be a regular tradition each year the first meaningful snow we have to go to Ample Hills." we'll treat it like it's altruism for the benefit of the people who work there, but it's just another excuse to eat ice cream. Really? Of course. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in omens and I'm not a, a magical thinker. I do note that this year, our first winter, um, uh, fully winter without Milo. He did die in March. So last winter was a partial winter. We were in shock for the first part after Milo died. I consider this to be sort of the first full winter without Milo. Um, it hasn't really snowed yet. There ain't no snow. There ain't no snow. And we may, may never snow in New York again. Um, but I do look forward with some emotion if it still does snow, even though it's mid-February and there hasn't been any significant snow, because I know that I'll be thinking when it does that this is time that Milo and I should be walking to Ample Hills and would have been doing that in years past. Right.
1: Right. Well, it's a, it is a, an amazing decision that you made early on and continued continued on with. Yeah, and you know, Did it, you have, I mean, there must have been a winter here or there where it was sort of like this, where we really didn't get any snow. Did you just go, yeah, you know, this is enough?
0: Exactly. So, you know, the debate is always, you know when it's the first snow, but you don't know if there's going to be more snow the next week. It doesn't happen that often in New York anymore where we have these huge snowstorms. There have been a couple in the last decade or so, but... We would usually uh, treat snowstorm, the definition of snowstorm, fairly liberally. Right. We didn't want to miss out on a winter trip to. Ample I was Hills, gonna say, I mean, so at go. some
1: point you gotta go. Could we get a ruling on this? Like, is this gonna count?
0: <laughs> right. Uh, and, and and we would we would again interpret liberally the definition of snowstorm. And if it would snow more than a dusting, we would use that as an excuse to head out to. Ample Hills, pack the football, bring the football with us, which we did when we went to Ample Hills, and we went to a lot of places. We would pack a ball that was part of a something that we just did, and we did with Milo all the time. We rarely went somewhere without a football.
1: What was his uh go-to
0: flavor? Milo loved, like his mother, he loved chocolate, chocolate, chunk, chocolate, chocolate, this, chocolate, chocolate, the other thing. Um, the more chocolate the better. Um, and there was never too much chocolate. We did have a, another issue at Ample Hills that brought us together that, um, goes to a bigger issue. And it's such a New York complaint, not that it applies only in New York, but it's such a New Yorky kind of thing to complain about. But Ample Hills would get very crowded in the summer, um, and when the weather was warm and they had a unique way of winding people around the ice cream case, for people to line up and the line would get pretty long there because it was pretty popular ice cream but they allowed people um unlimited tasting with those little spoons <laughs> oh, God. and it would drive milo and me crazy uh yeah. that you know people yeah. would see a long line and that they would be tasting That's bad ice business. cream yeah and, and it's also like uh, you know milo's view was which is sort of typical of his attitude and maybe he got a little bit of it for me but he was very much his own thinker you know, it's all ice cream. Like, live a little bit. What's the worst that's going to happen true. here? If you choose an ice cream that's not ideal for you, right. it's still ice cream. Right. And you probably don't need to wring your hands over whether you're right. going to have chocolate chocolate chunk or yeah. chocolate chocolate chip yeah. or chocolate chocolate the other thing <laughs> or chocolate swirl this thing that's or true. that That's We've the sort other. of been
1: conditioned to think that, like, we should get to try everything before we make a decision. That's absolutely When it right. comes to ice cream and ice cream only, there's no mm-hmm. other
0: yeah, and we have a mutual friend, our dear friend, Marie Naxon, uh, who, um, although was uh, the friend of Milo's great friend, Charlie Naxon, and Max's great friend, Martin Naxon, had an independent friendship with Milo, and one of the things they bonded over was just that issue, Um I wouldn't say a general curmudgeonliness, but I would say in particular (laughs) tasting ice cream in Ample Hills. I know Marie, um, if Marie's listening to this, she's nodding her head right now because it was (laughs) something that was uh, near and dear to me as sort of a New York complaint, again, although not specifically New York, but was very, very near and dear to Milo, uh, recognizing that even someone with sort of a limited palate. Milo didn't have uh, the most adventurous taste. He recognized that even the worst ice cream is still ice cream, and you're not going to go wrong whatever you select. That is true. Well, that's it for this episode of Milo Time. Join us again next time, and we'll discuss, among other things, that Milo loved. Thank you very much.